I remember something that somebody told me once. So I go in the car, I get out a big wrench, yeah. and I go and I start hitting the alternator. And then we <laughs> jump the car, and ever since then, the alternator has worked. I've driven it for three months, a few thousand miles now, and had no problems whatsoever. So I'm wondering why this worked, and two, I'm also wondering how long do I have? And I'm wondering... Who told you this? <laughs> well, I, I know, I know why it fixed it. It's akin. You ever go into a uh, a TV repair shop into the back room? The first thing they do is they whack they up. whack the TVs <laughs> before right, they take right. the back off or anything. I mean, because you never know. Right. And and, uh, and and what what happens sometimes when you whack something? If you have a bad connection, it gets fixed. Okay. So it's possible that you had a bad connection at the diode bridge. And okay. whacking it, put it back into place. But more likely, I think, is you and hitting it with the wrench was was good. You have to be careful how hard you hit it because you can damage uh, the housing of the alternator. But uh, you must have hit it just right. You dislodged a stuck brush. Alternators have brushes that ride the slip rings, and the brushes are made out of uh, you know carbon, I guess, with a with a wire attached to them, and that's what actually takes the current. Uh, from the rotor and sends it to the battery and all your accessories. So is this something that that you would recommend for other people? I think I think I think people should do it like every week. I mean, you never know when a brush is going to get stuck. No, I think you were extraordinarily lucky. And how long have you got? How, how old is the car? It's a it's a '91 Ford Escort, and it runs great. It has over it has like 170 thousand miles on it. Yeah, you need an alternator. You know, and, and you've been very. Lucky. Uh, so I've been, I've been, I've been unbited time right now. I'm, I'm just. You were lucky that it worked in the first place, because I would say your chances of whacking it and it coming back to life were one in a hundred. And <laughs> but it's the, a good tip to remember that the, the chances of it lasting for three months were one in a million. <laughs> so <laughs> you have been an extraordinarily lucky guy, and thank you, lucky stars, and have someone check it anyway. Were you at yeah. Westminster Abbey? Where are you? Oh, uh, His that's, mantle. My, uh, that's my parents. Uh, I'm at my parents' place, and it's their clock. It's incredibly loud. Let me see. Your car broke down. You called your grandparents. Now you're, now you're hanging out with your parents. What are you doing for lunch today? <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know Tom's friend, Les Block, who lives in Minneapolis? Uh, no, I don't well, you think should, so. You, you can call him next time you, you break down. <laughs> Another name to call. <laughs> good, <laughs> good luck, Adam. Good luck, and, and, and it was pretty pretty cute what you did. But don't don't get cocky. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, he can take a joke. Oh, no, and I, I think he, he, you know, he's going to call us in a year and say... It's still, ro- still, still working. Still working. Some people have a horseshoe. Yes, 1-888-CAR-TALK. That's 888 Eight two five five. Hello, you're on Car Talk. Yeah, hi. This is Chris from Hamilton, New Jersey. Chris, Chris Hamilton, New Jersey. What's going on? Yeah, I have an Eagle Summit wagon, 1994. Ooh. Uh huh. Once in a while, when I'm driving, usually when I'm turning, but sometimes when I'm backing up, I hear this noise out of the back end. It it sounds something like a very heavy spring springing, or or one piece of metal hitting another hollow piece of metal, and mm. um. I took it to the local mechanic, and he said he couldn't find anything. And it, hap- it happens when? Uh, sometimes when I'm backing up. And usually, if I'm going forward and turning, it will happen. Just like once. Bong! Mm. And it sounds like it's coming from the maybe the right back, but somewhere in the back end. 
does it happen more if you happen to be parked on a hill? Well, my driveway is on a hill, and sometimes it happens oh. coming out of the driveway, backing out of the driveway. Okay. Have has you it, ever? Go ahead. Has it ever happened backing into a parking space? No, I, I don't back into parking spaces generally. So oh, I you don't. don't. So the only no. time you back up is coming out. New Jersey, I just plow right in. <laughs> back into the- yeah, you, don't, you just pull in and you leave the back end sticking out in the street. <laughs> they call that the whole broken method. <laughs> the whole broken technique. <laughs> I like it. Hmm. Have you ever worked for the Federal Bureau of Investigation? <laughs> uh Wow. Well, I think it's coming from the rear suspension. It's coming from one of the springs. I, yeah. I like the spring theory. And, and, it, and if you think about it for a minute, I bet you'll say, ah, it does sound like a spring that is getting tweaked. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's happening is is the, the, uh, the spring sits on a rubber cushion, top and bottom. Right. And it may be that at times, when, considering there are certain dynamics involved in back.